Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Cheryl from CherylPalmer.com. I am a registered nurse with 20 years plus of experience in the critical care um, area. Um, today, I'm doing a brief podcast about blood transfusions or blood product transfusions. Um, what we need to do prior to infusion, we review the physician's transfusion order for the component type, number of units, special transfusion requirements, and rate of transfusion. Then we need to verify the informed consent in the medical record and sign, make sure it's signed by the physician or if the patient's authorized representative um, is giving permission or the patient um, you have to have a witness to that. In the absence of informed consent, proceed with a transfusion only in urgent situations when the need to transfuse without consent is adequately documented in a medical record. So you might encounter this in like a trauma bay, for example, or if somebody is um, really bleeding, severely bleeding, and you have to have, use a rapid transfusion protocol. Preparing for the transfusion. You want to collect the equipment and supplies Standard blood administration said um, it has to be 150 to 260 micron filter. Infusion pump, if appropriate. So sometimes um, in the uh, critical care areas, um, the blood needs to go in um, very quickly. So you may not require or have to use a infusion pump. However, if you are on a step-down unit or um, a floor unit, then you may have to use the pump, which goes usually at a slower rate of infusion. You want to gather 250 milliliter bag of 0.9% sodium chloride or saline. Um, you should never prime the tubing with any other fluid other than saline. Alcohol wipes, saline flushes. Um, you want to verify the patient's vital signs are acceptable for transfusion. Give any pre-medication if ordered. Um, verify um, the patient IV line is available. And uh, make sure it is working. And it should be anywhere between a 14 to 22 gauge needle. Um, in children, it could be um, 22 gauge if necessary. But make sure you check your hospital policy for the specific specific size that you need to use. Then you want to prime your administration set tubing with the 0.9% sodium chloride or normal saline. All right, so blood warmers can be used. Um, a blood warmer may be necessary for patients who are extremely cold or require rapid transfusion. They can also be used in the ORO PACU. Um, never use a microwave or hot water bath to heat blood. Warming of blood should only be done using an FDA-cleared blood warming device with an audible alarm system. Always follow operating instructions when using the blood warmer. Obtain the blood, prepare blood component dispense record with the patient information, and then um, pre-transfusion checklist. Sometimes these checklists are uh, maybe electronic too. 
So just make sure you follow what your hospital um, procedure is. Send to the transfusion service with an associate trained and authorized to pick up blood. Sometimes in some areas like where I usually work, um, we have um, a, a pneumatic tube system. And sometimes we um, send the paperwork to the transfusion service for that or the blood bank. And then they tube it to us. Um, but every every hospital has its own protocol, so please make sure you check those before you um, put things in the pneumatic system, etc. Together with the transfusion associate, verify the patient and blood component information. Upon release, transport the blood to the nursing unit immediately. Some um, critical care units, like the one I work in, um, have what's called a hemobank, which is a um, blood bank um, uh, a piece of equipment that holds blood products. And so they store the blood there, um, and then they may tell you to go there when it's ready, and you just follow that procedure for that um, hemobank system. Notes. Start a transfusion as soon as possible upon receipt. Complete the transfusion within four hours of issue from the transfusion service or blood bank. Storage or removal from the blood cooler. Never place blood in a nursing unit refrigerator. Return all unused blood to the transfusion service. Next, bedside verification. With a second licensed individual, you should confirm the written physician's order and completed transfusion consents are in the chart. Verbally review the blood attached label and transfusion record, record to verify the patient's name and medical record number. Use the patient's hospital armband and ask an alert patient to state their name and date of birth. Verify the ABORH types of a patient and blood. Verify the blood identification number. Um, check the cross-match interpretation and verify the cross-match is not expired. Verify the blood is not expired. And then verify any special transfusion requirements are met. Sometimes you may have to give uncross-matched un blood because of um, the urgent need of the patient. Um, but there should be orders to um, give the blood like that. If any information is missing or incorrect, immediately notify the transfusion service and return the blood. Next, transfusion certification, patient education and consent. Complete the transfusion certification area of the transfusion record to document a successful bedside verification. Verbally review the signs and symptoms of the transfusion reaction with the patient. For our patients, also provide written instructions. Complete the patient education consent area of the transfusion record. Next, begin the transfusion. Document on the transfusion record the access line used for transfusion if a blood warmer is being used. The transfusion um, start, date, and time and signature. The pre-transfusion vital signs checkbox if recorded in the chart. 
Start infusion at 1 to 2 milliliters per minute for the first 15 minutes, except in cases of a medical emergency. Only use 0.9% sodium chloride um, in the same IV set. Never infuse blood and medications in the same IV line. Um, I, um, you want to check with your provider about this if you have to, because sometimes people are critically ill, they have limited, um, line access, um, and, uh, they may have to use one of the ports on the central line, which has IV medications going in it as well to infuse the blood. So you want to make sure you check with your provider about that, um, access. Remain with the patient for the first 15 minutes and observe for any signs or symptoms of an adverse reaction. Next, monitor the transfusion. At the end of 15 minutes, record the date, time, and a full set of vital signs and signature. If no adverse reaction is noted, increase the flow rate as ordered at 60-minute intervals. Record the date, time, temperature, and signature. Assess patient for adverse signs and symptoms. If adverse signs and symptoms are observed, record the pulse and blood pressure. Next, transfusion reaction. If the patient exhibits any signs or symptoms of a transfusion reaction, document the amount transfused. Stop the infusion or transfusion and use a new IV set. Keep the line open with 0.9% sodium chloride um, IV infusion at 30 cc's per hour. Record the patient's signs and symptoms. And here is a list of the symptoms that you could have. Fever, 1 to 2 degrees centigrade or Fahrenheit, higher from the baseline. Uh, 38 degrees centigrade, 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or above. Chills, hives, itching, chest pain, back pain, hypoxemia, shortness of breath, change in blood pressure, change in pulse, red or dark urine. Notify the physician immediately. If adverse signs and symptoms are observed, stop the transfusion. Um, as always, that's the first thing you have to do. Um, and then you have to start a, a saline um, infusion. Record the signs and uh, vital signs and symptoms and record the signs and symptoms that you're seeing. Notify the physician. Um, if the physician suspects a transfusion reaction, Notify the transfusion service immediately or the blood bank. Refer to the back of the transfusion record for additional instructions and information about acute transfusion reactions. And you would send a copy of the transfusion record administration set with the attached blood and IV fluid and a properly collected post-reaction blood sample to the transfusion service. So uh, your hospital will have um, directions as to how you will be, or you should um, get that um, blood back to the blood bank and the tubing and the, the infusion of saline. Post-transfusion, 
you want to flush all tubing with 0.9% sodium chloride or saline. Record transfusion stop date and time, a full set of vital signs and signature. Record the amount transfused and then remove all the tubing and blood bag and discard in biohazard trash. Verify all areas on the transfusion record are complete and um, place in the patient's chart. Of course, this is electronic. You would need to finish whatever the um, prompts are telling you to complete. And that's a quick overview of um, blood component transfusions. I hope it was helpful. See you next time. Bye.